0: Real Kipper and Board on Sportsnet
1: 590,
0: The Fan. Lockout, cleanout day for the Toronto Maple Leafs have, after losing game five to the Panthers. Uh, we are going live right now to Scotiabank Arena where we expect Sheldon Keith to speak.
2: For them, getting their feedback. And uh, you know, as it relates to the playoffs in the most recent uh, series the players shared the disappointment that i have and the the sense that it was a missed opportunity and there's a lot of excitement around our team and don't feel good about having to come in for a day like this it's uh never fun to come in i think that's the the one takeaway the one thing we certainly learned whether you lose in the first round or the second round it still sucks and uh, not a good feeling, so I think that was um, pretty unanimous throughout the group that, that uh, we felt we had um, more hockey in us. Uh, that said clearly it's very difficult to win uh, in the playoffs and uh, you know we, we, we learned that and saw that through ourselves here. but uh, you know the, it's a long day, a day like this to, to go through the process of meeting with everybody and send them on their way. But uh, it's a necessary step in the process and now the off-season begins. Thanks, we'll move to questions. Go ahead, Kevin.
3: Uh, Sheldon, lots of talk about if there possibly be a lot of change in the off-season here, you never know, but
4: what's your take of your desire to remain
3: with this team and to keep the, the core players that have been
2: around here for a long time together well i certainly love and appreciate my position and 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 the chance to, to coach the toronto Maple Leafs. i've enjoyed every day of it it's been we've gone through a lot of different things from covid and all those different things that we've had to deal with along the way but uh certainly uh love this job love this opportunity love this challenge of navigating through and finding a way for our team to, to win a Stanley Cup. Uh, in terms of the core group and everything, I feel like we've grown a lot together. And um, while on a day like today, it's really tough to, to feel or sense any sort of progress, but I do feel we've made progress as a group. And a lot of the disappointment that comes in, in losing is, is, is attached to the excitement that you have for your team and the potential that your team has. Um, and that excitement and that potential I believe is still very much there and uh, I think we feel that I think we feel you know uh, good about the, the, the fact that we're able to push through and get to the first round or get through the first round yet you also sense that um, you're so close and the margin is so thin to get beyond that you know you get from eight to four and ultimately to two to one. You know, that journey um, feels, you feel close, yet you recognize how, how far away it is. But, uh, you know, coming in today, and especially spending time with the players, I mean, the last couple of days for me have been, you know, pretty lonely and lots of reflection and, and, and uh, trying to understand what's, what's, uh, what happened um, and all of that. And there'll be more time to do that. But getting in today and sitting with the players and speaking with them, you know you're you're right back in the fight again and, and recognizing that this is you know um disappointing day here today but uh you still have lots of belief in the group
5: luke uh, from a coaching show, uh, from a coaching standpoint sheldon what do you wish you had done differently in the florida series
2: i mean there's anytime you lose you're, you know you're gonna question a lot of different things and you you wish you'd done this or wish you had done that you know I, I, I wouldn't pinpoint one thing there. I mean, anytime you're coaching a team, you're making hundreds if not thousands of decisions a day, um, that impact everything that you're doing. Um, and you're, gonna, you're not gonna get all, all those right. And you know, there's some I got wrong for sure. Um, I believe you try to put your team in the best position possible. It's, it's a lot easier to, to question or to not feel good about your decisions if they don't go right. I also feel like our team was in a lot of good positions to be able to, to get on the right side of games, talk about how close the games were, some of the chances that we missed, your one goal away, or your one mistake away, or one less mistake away, I should say, or one more save. The margins are so thin, um, but it is, of course, easier to, to look at things that, you, that, that didn't go your way and question them. I think it's important to trust trust your trust my instincts and trust the decisions you make recognizing that you are going to get some wrong and I'm not perfect uh, like every off season, I'll look to, to improve and get better um, and, and that's really the goal I think as much as you're challenging and pushing your players to always be growing and evolving and, and, and improving that's the coach I'm no different
4: Sheldon if you compare this team to the one that just beat you Is there something that the Panthers had that you think this team was missing? And if so, what is it?
2: Again, it's a hard question to answer. You know, um, I'm not going to get too much into... Into to Florida specifically, other than to say, I think they're a lot better team than certainly than their their, their record would show. I mean, their Presidents' Trophy winner a year a year ago, and you know a player like Kachuk coming in, and and then you know they got world-class goaltending in our series. You know, all those things sort of changed their change their fate a little bit, but um, obviously. We talked about the fact the series is lost in the, in the first three games. Inside those three games, to me, it's really in game two. You know, that, that's a, a series-altering game. Um, you know, as much as you would want to, you know, go out and win game three and try to get both on the road, getting, you know, not getting one at home there was, was tough. Florida played hard. Um, they defended uh, well, especially later in the series. I thought this, the game was really wide open. Frankly, we, we were so we were a little bit um, we were we, we weren't expecting it to be as open as it was. Frankly, early in the series, the number of ch- clean chances that we had, we didn't have really very many of those in the Tampa series. Uh, so we were unable to convert on some of those chances, and you could just see the goaltender's confidence growing from that. And as the goaltender's confidence grows to that level. A team like Florida, who's already confident given they just knocked off Boston they're, they're growing even more inside of that, and uh, so our inability to convert on our chances early in the series, I think uh, clearly had a dramatic impact.
6: Sheldon, uh, we all know your relationship with Kyle, I mean he elevated you into this role, and you guys have a very close relationship. His contract is up. I wonder if you could speak to what you hope
2: to see happen, happening there, and the impact that obviously it might have on you either way. Yeah, well, obviously, first of all, I think as you allude to, Kyle and I have a lot of history, and and uh, I believe in in a lot of the things that he's done here that have put us in a position to succeed. And of course, I'm, I'm hopeful that, that 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 gets worked out, but it's of course out of my hands. And uh, the respect for him, you know, it's I've been really kind of left him alone and let him let him really. Uh, sort through the things that he needs to sort through and, and let the process take care of itself. My job here today, especially as meeting with the players, is to, is to uh, you know, set, set them on their, on their path uh, through that. But obviously I have a tremendous amount of respect for Kyle, not just for what he's done for this organization, but what he's, he's done for me personally, my, my growth and my development as a coach um, in terms of what happens from here is out of my control.
4: We'll do three more. Mark.
2: Terry and Lance. Sheldon, uh, what do you want your players to take away from the season, the progress you, you, you felt, and yet the disappointment of how to it? Well, you, you want You want them to, to take away um, the good feeling of finding a way through a very good Tampa team and winning the first round, which has been obviously a major hurdle here for quite some time. But also the, the sense uh, and the understanding of, of how difficult it is, and it does not get easier You knock off a team like like Tampa uh, who sort of felt like um, the Goliath in our division, you know, in, in an Eastern Conference and then all of a sudden a, a Florida team comes that's building momentum and and they come in ready and, and take it from you. So that's um, how hard it is, how uh, yet you're just, you're right there. you talk about it, the process of going from 16 teams to eight teams of like the four like it starts to feel real real and tangible um, so you, so just stay with it have no disruptions stay on the attack and um and keep building that momentum i thought we i thought we went into the series um a little too guarded and and didn't go out and attack it and grab it and and, uh, credit to Florida because they did that and that's what you expect is two teams to do that. Um, You know and and that's where I think the growth is for our team as we continue to look at how do you get now to take the next step Uh, and that's that's part of it I think the players really feel that that's really the message otherwise you're just kind of giving them the feedback on their season Uh, you know and it's the the full season regular season and the playoffs and uh, sending them on their way and and you know as from myself and coaches we will we'll go through our process and and uh, you know look to come back and uh, be better Terry?
6: Sheldon if the core remains the same what kind of players does it need to, to help it get over the hump here do you think there's, just there's some of the additions Kyle made late well, I like think a lot of us thought those were the right moves so what, what does it need
2: do you think, more it? yeah again I, I mean obviously I you know, I, I don't get too involved in the player decisions and the personnel decisions. I do believe the moves we made this season set us, set us up for success and I think we saw that progress and that growth, you know, was, you know, these overtime games, these tight hockey games that we were finding our way onto the right side of. I don't think that's by accident and I think the group coming together the way that it did was was all part of that. Um, and it's really hard to pinpoint, right? You look at the, the Tampa series. You know our, I thought our top players really carried us in a lot of ways certainly offensively but a lot of other areas as well while the support guys did their job and, and found our way to you know to grind through some tough situations and some competitive situations you know and then you now you move on to a Florida series and now you need a little bit more offense and trying to find a way to get that one more goal so uh, as you go through the journey you need to have as much depth and be as as um, as versatile as possible i think that's ultimately the goal and trying to manage the group as best you can there but you know i think the you know the, the kyle and and the scouts and managers i've i've had great trust in them and their process and and continue to last question uh, how would you describe your relationship with the core four do you think you're getting enough out of them yeah i mean i think it's i think it's a strong one. we've been through a lot i think we're able to have very honest discussions like we did here again today Um, And throughout the season, I think there's a lot of back and forth there. Um, Players have uh, responded well at times when being challenged and pushed. I think we've seen growth in each of their games. I look at, you know, I I feel like William Elander had a career year this year. uh, Not just the numbers, but just also with how he performed. He's a guy that we've been really pushing and trying to get to to this level. And I, I feel like he responded very well this season. The others have set a really high standard. And uh, I thought, like, like I alluded to in the first round, they're a huge reason you know, why, we're, why we move on. And then in the second round, they got a lot of really clean looks that they would expect that they would convert on and they didn't. Uh, so I feel like a lot of things get magnified, of course, when the puck doesn't go in. The process was there, they're going through a lot of different things uh, to get to those chances. And um, you know, in terms of what, what I'm getting out of them, I. I I I look for body language, I look for work ethic, I look for competitiveness, I look for all those kind of things. And then you expect that their talent is going to be able to convert and take over. And sometimes that's the case, certainly in Tampa. and In the Florida series, things dried up a bit for them. And we weren't able to play long enough for them to to find their way through that. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. We'll be back momentarily with uh, Caldix.
0: That was head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sheldon Keefe, as they continue their locker room clean out day after losing in five games to the Florida Panthers in the Eastern Conference semifinal. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Derek Brandeo, David boss Sammy McKee, along for the next two hours on our Real Kipper and Bourne show. Been a bit of a strange day in terms of not knowing scheduling uh the one thing that we did here out of Scotiabank arena from a few out of the media jb is well, i don't know really what's happening here we do expect kyle dubis to follow sheldon keith and we'll take you right back to Scotiabank arena but as far as the rest of the day uh, show up at nine and uh <laughs> you know sp- We'll, we'll speak to you when we want to speak to you
3: yeah is that what's going on here i it's tough to make sense of the day today on top of so much for us to pick through well, from i hope they
1: brought the media some lunch maybe a box <laughs> lunch maybe somewhere to lie their head for, one for of those a little, little cots bit they have for daycare only, kids.
0: only one a year uh box lunches and, and that's at the draft <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. one of those banquet style burgers sounds good well hello fellas hi guys
0: Sammy, you okay? Yeah. Would you uh, a weekend to just focus on your
1: mom's Sunday and just leave blank everything out? I had a phenomenal weekend outside of Leafs results. Beautiful weather. Got a lot done. Saw my mother in law. Talked to my mom yesterday. You know, went to a patio, had a couple beers. Really enjoyed my weekend. And it's almost like the the Leafs finale
3: of it. He didn't like dangling with the uncertainty. Now that it's over, he's he's okay. I think. The, the way it ended on Friday really sucked. Well, it sucked for our show's sake because I would have loved to have get in sooner than this on the whole thing, but just a particularly kick in the gut, right? You think you're in that game and you got a chance and yeah. you're hoping, you're believing.
0: Outside of Toronto, outside of Ontario, a bit of a, a circle boot because the Oilers are out as well. That was like the uppercut after the body blow. Yeah. And yeah, it's not fun not fun for Canadians now moving forward as they all raced in clamor to go watch Carolina and Florida no in the Eastern Conference
3: yeah it's a bummer I mean we um you know we talked to talk with Sammy after the game and it was like it, it's amazing how quickly quickly it went from game five heartbreak to what does this mean for the team you know like I mean instantaneous it was like is Dubas work for the Penguins well,
0: I, now? I, I don't know if it was instantaneous, JB, because uh, they gave many in the media, including myself when, when I wrote about it last week, a head start. You're down 3 nothing in a yeah, series. Good the point, the, the good narrative point. had already started. So it, it was an easy transition to maybe to most definitely we can ask these hard questions now.
3: For sure. Our,
1: our yeah. show after they went down 3-0 was much more scathing than the one when they actually lost, I think. Yeah. Right? Because you have sort of have that feeling of they go down 3-0 of the finality of it. Like, it almost felt like it was over at that point. And it, and it was. They got that one win down in, in Florida, but they come back here and lose on home ice. It's just it fin- kind of like, sorry, felt like it was over.
3: Yeah. They were diagnosed terminal, and
1: you yes. said goodbye. We're,
0: it we'll just kind of continue on. Uh, we've got some uh, Kippers Clippers, including uh, a lot of players. The focus, obviously, on on the next uh, two hours will be that core four. As we await, uh, Kyle Dubis still needs to to speak, and and we will get to those quotes. But let's just go back to what we just heard moments ago, because as we walked in, we threw it as quickly as we could to Kyle or uh, to Sheldon Keefe, head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, just what you got out of it? Uh, for me personally, I could tell you that. Uh, There's not one thing I would use as a Kipper's Clipper that I found interesting. It's funny. All year long, he was our first start. Yeah. Today, when you're wanting to hear the most, most. I got absolutely (laughs) nothing. Coach is
2: gonna keep his mouth shut.
0: Nothing out of Sheldon. Yeah. Uh, That was good on him.
2: uh, I don't know a lot.
0: (laughs) <laughs> to, go, to go up there and what did he speak for? Four minutes? Five minutes? Uh, no, no, I, no. Ten. Like
3: 12. Twelve. Oh, was that long? Yeah, Kipper. That's yeah. called the filibuster is what that is. That's just. He said
0: absolutely nothing. And I... you know what was worse for me? The media questions. Oh, like, come on.
3: What, what didn't
0: you did you like? Did I miss something? Did I miss the question that said, are you back next year? Do you think you're going to get fired? Any reassurances that you're coming back next year as a head coach?
3: Great question. How about this question?
0: Do you deserve another chance? What did we get? What do you take away from the playoffs? <laughs> What's your relationship with the core four?
3: I'm embarrassed for the guys down there. Listen, I think you're, you've got a fair point. You know, this is uh You know, it's very unlikely that he's back. I would say he's got a ten percent chance of remaining as the coach into the next year. To avoid that is sure. I'll give
1: you. But some, I got him at ninety. There,
0: I got him ninety coming back.
1: Whoa!
3: What?
0: Pardon me. I got him coming back.
3: Oh my Whoa, god! Whoa! What? What are you talking about? What am I missing here? What? Are you, what
0: are you missing? He's. He's talking about how he's going to get better next year. He's talking about uh, moving forward, talking about growth. He's talking What do you want him where? to say?
3: I think I'm fired. I'm not going to answer the questions. Of course he's got to ask. He's under contract. He is the coach until told otherwise. But he's very likely to get told otherwise, no?
0: When the New York Rangers lost and they started their meetings mm-hmm. with the players and moving forward, you know where Gerard Gallant was? On a highway driving to PEI. Okay? Oh, here comes Dubas.
3: Got a little right, excitement we, we, back here. We, we got to pick this
4: up. Uh, let's here talk. comes Kyle Dubas. The general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, Kyle Dubas. It's uh, disappointing to be here. feel that the group had uh, a substantial opportunity uh, to, uh, to continue on uh, this spring and uh, unfortunately did not execute to the level that uh, that we would all like um, and it's another hard lesson for uh, for all of us and the entire organization um, with regards to uh, my own situation I'll just address it off the top um, uh, had a good long relationship here with with Brendan and the owners I'll speak to them in the coming days uh, but probably, more importantly uh speak uh to my wife shannon and our family uh here in the tonight and, and tomorrow and see where we're at um, as a family um, and how we want to proceed um, with everything uh this has been a you know in just in learning the past couple days's been a very taxing year on them um, and uh that's obviously very important to me so Um, we'll go through all that, and and, um, we'll all make our decisions and roll from there. But that's that's that situation. I'll open it up for questions. Josh? Kyle, last year you and Brendan sat shoulder to shoulder at this table
0: with a a sort of unity for the organization to run it back. He's
4: not here. What, if anything, should we read into that uh, today? Uh, I'm, I'm responsible. So, you know, the decision's made on on uh on trades on roster uh on everything they're on me so i i feel like i should i should sit and then take responsibility for them i don't uh, i don't need anybody else to be up and shield it with me it's on me kevin uh kyle putting aside for a second uh your own situation which matters a great deal towards the future of this organization but what's your confidence level that the players that have been here for years, the guys we call the core, can actually get this done and, and win a championship in this city together? Um, I think that that was the tone of the conversations with them today, Kevin. were were very difficult, and um, you know, we all collectively need to continue to raise our level, um, uh, players and staff. And I think the one thing that I would say about this spring as I sit here, and obviously there's a lot uh, that will need to be cleared in the coming stretch. I don't know what's going on here. Um, but um, the, uh, well, I know what's going on here, but no, just I've never seen such a gymnastics amongst the media core before. Anyway, it was impressive. Sorry. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there's a different, you know, in terms of the goal, it remains the same, Kevin, but perhaps the path needs to shift slightly. and needs to be adapted slightly. And you get in between, you know, persistence and full belief versus being a little too staunch and rigid. And, and I think that's a question that I would take the time for myself um, and reflecting on the year uh, and, and then decide on that uh, heading into the spring towards a draft and free agency
5: what's your level of belief that Sheldon Keefe is the right coach next year to lead this group?
4: Um, I think in, in what I've seen in, in Sheldon, um, you know, in, and I'll just kind of go back to these playoffs, which were disappointing, but I, I felt, Luke, that um, in even going back through the last series, Sheldon and his staff made adjustments, which put our group in position to capitalize I'll just, for example, use, you know, going from game one to two, the major topic was their top, the well, at the, the Bennett line, and the coaching staff did a good job to adjust and address that. Going into game three, if you go back and watch game three, in the first period we had, I think it was five odd man rushes based off the coaching staff's adjustments. And then game four and five, you know, we, we played well. It was just, we put ourselves into a really bad hole and it was too little too late so if there weren't those adjustments happening um, i would probably be a little bit more down on him it's there's still to me has to be a full evaluation of of everything and a a full and conclusive answer on that i think to do so right now would be too hasty we'll cap questions with those
3: that are standing right now chris Hey, Kyle. Uh, recognizing what you said about there being a family and business aspect to, to your decision with your future, I'm just wondering, though, do you still have it in you? Do you want to be here? Do you want to still run the Maple Leaf?
4: Um, What I would say to that is that um, I think it, it requires me to have a full family discussion, Chris, so I, I can't... My family is a, a hugely important part of what I do, so for me to commit to anything without you know having a fuller uh, understanding of what this year took on them uh, is probably unfair for me to answer where i'm at i wish i could give you more but we haven't been able to have those full discussions yet but it was very hard year on them and uh, thus it's tough for me to what I would say is that I'm I'm not going to, I I definitely don't have it in me to go anywhere else. So it'll either be here or it'll be taking time to recalibrate, reflect on the seasons here. But you won't see me next week pop up elsewhere. I don't, I can't put them through that after this year.
5: Kyle.
3: For you personally, what have the last few weeks been like? We've seen the emotional reactions, of course, to the games and everything that's been going on and getting into it with some fans in Tampa. Just how would you describe your emotions, what this has been like the last few weeks?
4: Uh, Well, they're all different. Um, I'm happy to go through them because they're my own foolish, at times, actions. Um, The Tampa one was me defending our fans and Morgan, whether I should or shouldn't. I'll leave that to you all to decide. Looking back on it, um, you know, I thought it was the right thing to do in the moment. I don't know that my language was appropriate for this position, but anyway, it's Morgan Riley, it's our fans. They're passionate, obviously, uh, and I am as well, and um, that was that. Um, I-, I think, you know, throwing the water bottle, I was upset with our play. Um, I didn't know Josh Cloak was running surveillance on our suite and recording everything I was saying on Saturday. Um, But, you know, listen, when I started down this, I'm an an emotional person. I have, and sometimes they show outwardly, and I am deeply passionate about what we do and our people here, the people I work with, the people who work for me. Um, And so when you're in it, for years at a time with people, and you want them to have success, you're going to be emotional. Uh, that That's me. I know some people might not like it or care for it, but that's me. And, and I think, you know, I'm, I've always been that way. It's just, so I have to realize that, um, you know, there's more. I, I could see it when it was happening in Tampa. Every single person is taking out their phone, and I'm like, oh, this is it's not going to go all too well. but. Yeah, you know it's a different era even than like nine years ago when I started when I was in the Sioux. Everything's being recorded. The the television, particularly the Canadian broadcasts, seem to really like showing the general managers, especially when they're upset or happy. Which that's what the people want. Great, and um, you know, but this is me. I mean, I I'd like to say I'd be able to to not be that way or not be happy or angry when things don't go well, but this is me Matt. Kyle when you look back at the degree to which you changed the lineup at the trade deadline so I think it was six new bodies going in yeah Consmite trophy winner multiple Stanley Cup rings from Luke Shen do you have any moments now where you kind of wonder what is left to change what is left to do to try and get this team to break through and assuming you do end up back here what is left what would you consider adding to this team well I always think, I, th- I think the minute that you don't have any ambition or the minute that you don't have any ideas in terms of what to change is, that's probably the time where you have to sit and say, um, maybe this is not for me or it's for somebody else. Um, in my situation here and looking at it, I think that I, I liked, I was worried when we, when we brought in so many guys that it was, it was going to be a lot in a short time and I thought the coaching staff. And, the, and in particular, the, the players that were here did a good job of really integrating those guys quickly, and those players did a great job of integrating themselves quickly, and it was a, it was a good fit, and, and they performed well. You know, we, we have a, we're starting to have a group of younger players that are our own, that some of them, you know, you know, Nick Robertson, we sent him down to the Marlies at the beginning of the year. He had a really good stretch, he got hurt. He'll be back in, term, in time for training camp. Matt Nyes came in, played well during the playoffs. He'll be here. You got Bobby McMahon who who pushed um, throughout the year and, and played well when he was up and played very well for the Marlies. He got injured in, on Long Island. And so now he's pushing. So we're starting to get to that point where you know, whether it's Nimella, Villeneuve, Hervonen, Minton, you know, another first round pick this year, where where those guys are starting to come along. And that's really where we need to get to. I, I you know, adding the players each year as we need has been important, but we really need our own guys to continue to develop and, and jump in and come along and continue to find good value bets in free agency. Now, we'll have more cap space this year um than in the past and, and um, but we'll have a lot more to address because of the, as you mentioned, the free agents map.
6: Yeah. Rosie? Um, Kyle, uh, one of the first words out of your mouth when you sat down was uh, disappointment. And I think you were referring, obviously, to the whole equation, but I was wondering how disappointed you are in the team itself, in the players, their inability to rise to the challenge, and particularly in their second round, they yeah. you know, they crumbled.
4: Sure, I, I think you know Rosie. When, when you you can't before the playoffs, like one of the things, and, and, and I, I find in this position, you're you can't you, the, the pessimistic things that enter into your mind. You can't. Re- you don't. You're so focused on what's the day ahead. But in this, in, like when I sit here, it's what's going to happen if these different things happen, these different scenarios. And one of the things that I had uh, lurking was. You know the narrative around the team which which i have always and we've had it in these discussions here, have always disliked a lot, was like well they you know you just need to win around, is it a success if you win around and I never viewed it as such. I've always viewed it as it's our we're trying to win four, and we're trying to win the Stanley Cup, and the team I believe is capable of that and and it's it's easy to say, well, you know why don't they do it, which is what your the question is, and that's that's when disappointment happens so yes, I'm disappointed uh, I'm disappointed. And the fact that we only scored two goals a game, I think for the last seven games in a row. um, And we have to find a way to um, convert on those chances. And we have to find a way to uh, build in different offensive principles that can allow us to produce more at those key moments. you know, I, I think that it's, it's interesting watching the games that there's I think the Western, I, I don't this is just my feeling, but in the Western conference, the scoring seems to be more free flowing In our games in particular, it seems to have been very tight and close. I don't know whether that bears out across the whole thing or not. Um, but you know, we're going to be in this division in this conference for we're not moving from the east. So we're, we need to find if, if that's the way it's going to be, we have to find better ways. And and so yes, there's disappointment. in in all of it um the inability to um the inability to get past the first round and then be ready to roll come the second and inability to score throughout and and various different matters i I think yeah that's the best word i would use last question Uh, yeah,
6: um, can i go back to the answer you gave to chris about your future knowing that you're not in a position today to give us a a clear (laughs) answer but i just want to be precise on this You're, you're saying that if you you're either going to be Leafs GM again or you may take time away from the game like you don't see yourself taking interviews with other organizations
4: that's correct yeah
6: okay Yeah. Uh, and the, the second question is you've been steadfast certainly over the last few years that uh, not wanting to move any of your of your top players you believe that you're the core of this team are you open to perhaps training one of those top players this summer if you continue on as GM
4: yeah uh, I, I would say Pierre that I'm I'm very the, the answer to this gets construed in very different ways so the answer that I would give is I'm this spring and summer through to next October am interested in doing anything that we after a very thorough evaluation because if you're gonna do something like that it's you, you gotta bet it's gotta be very thoroughly done which I think the the team we just played serves as a a great template for. Um, they won the president's trophy they lost in the second round. They were disappointed. They get to the summer and they trade two of their core guys for uh, for a great young player, younger player, and um, that's a that's a big move. And and um, but I don't think it was hastily done. It wasn't until I think it was late July, it was a Friday night, late July, um, that they make the move. So the, the way I would answer it is I would consider anything with our group here that would allow us a better chance to win the Stanley Cup. So that I would take nothing off the table at all. And I think everything would have to be considered um, with regards to anything to do with the, with the Leafs. Yeah.
2: Thanks, Thank you, Kyle. Thanks, everybody. Have a
0: good day. was Kyle Dubas, general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And that, I hope, concludes today's <laughs> <laughs> event at Scotiabank. Hey, everybody in the media, go home. Oh, my God. Go home.
3: Well. Whoa. Uh, I would say we came out of Keith's presser saying no good clippers and that one uh, chock full, Kipper.
0: Yes. Yeah, more... Uh, More read between the lines, more gamesmanship, more message sending from Kyle than there was from Sheldon.
3: You mentioned gamesmanship. Yes. What did you hear as gamesmanship in there?
0: I heard a a contract negotiation. That's what I heard.
3: Hmm. Uh, As in pay me or I won't work?
0: Yeah, I just... You know, if you think I'm, you think I'm crawling back to you, uh, think again. I can just go home.
3: What did you make of him taking other destinations off the table? That to me was like the opposite of yeah, negotiations. I
0: call BS on that. I don't buy it for one second.
3: You think two weeks from now he could be going? I didn't intend to, but they hit me with an offer. I couldn't refuse.
0: Didn't we not uh, listen to Paul Maurice in Winnipeg going? I don't know about coaching anymore and I got to reevaluate and see where it gone, Florida.
3: Wow. Interesting. (laughs) Come on. on. I mean, the other, the counter to that is he cried talking about his family and not putting them through. He's
0: an emotional guy. He, and it's true. It is. But sometimes I think there are certain people and I don't know Sheldon well enough. And you do know, I I don't think necessarily 100%. Uh, it's an act, but I think those type of guys that have that, those type of bursts, sometimes it could be selective for a little cause and effect. Boy, that's an accusation and a half, you ask me. I'm I'm not saying that that was the case with him. Yeah. I'm saying I know some people yeah. that there's message sending when when you want to throw a bottle, or you want to, you saw it rip a, a a frame off the wall and yeah, throw yeah. it. Yeah. Just you're doing it because you want to show people something.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I I'm don't know, because I'm not like I'm not, that. So I don't know, you know, how those, the onthi- yeah. authenticity of the bursts happen. Yeah.
0: I, I, listen, he is an emotional guy. And it sometimes a- uh, it can be just be deemed a lack of maturity. I, I, I Listen, I'm 56. Yeah. I can have in the occasional, I can say stuff. I'm like, uh, yeah, that was <laughs> dumb, stupid. Immature. Uh, I didn't get my way. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not that far off from him at times, but I know why I do it sometimes because mm-hmm. I I want to try to show you how I feel, and you're not getting it through my words, so maybe my actions can show you yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle's got that in him, and sure. I do a little bit too.
3: Sammy, any uh, takeaway for you there? Uh... <sighs> that just sounded like a guy to me that may not be back. I think he's back. I don't know.
0: I just I just don't think he's going to get what he wanted.
3: What do you think he wanted outside of this job? Big money. Yeah.
0: Big money. I think I think there's a a sense that uh he he thinks he's And again, it's not just Marketplace. This is a guy that watch walks in that building every day and sees one of the most successful uh, st- storied franchises make hundreds of millions of dollars to the point where you can watch uh, Messiah make 12, you can watch Nurse make eight, you can watch your boss at six and a half, seven. And he's like, okay, well, you know, I'm not two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not two. Yeah. I've done a pretty good job yeah. and I've given you 110, 115 points. So I'm not saying it needs to be six or seven, but can't be two.
3: I think I left that press conference feeling like he will be back. Yes. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I, you know, hearing Kipper definitely swayed me a little bit too, though, Sammy. Like watching that, you know. So we're trying to think, because you know, my family knows his family a little bit, and trying to think of what they've been through, and imagine every time you're in the store hearing someone talk about Dubis, it's a lot of, you know.
0: Listen, again. Yeah. I'm not saying that he was not, he was insincere I about know. the family, but that's just part a of the ploy. A marketing or not a market, yeah. it's a negotiation ploy. We use it all the time. Yeah, you get an offer, you're not sure on the offer. Uh, I got to take it back to my family. Yeah. It buys you time. For sure. It buys for sure. you a little bit of this, a yeah. little bit of that. So, you're gonna tell me now that you know you got to go back to your wife and family and have a discussion. About oh, I think your they've future. discussed it. <laughs> like, like, hey, Kyle,
1: it's probably come up. <laughs> it uh, comes up in my house. Like, tell yeah, you at that at some
0: point between October and now, does your wife know you were in your option year?
3: Yeah, she, she <laughs> comes <laughs> home today <laughs> and that, goes, "Just so you know, did, uh, I didn't
0: have a. Co- listen, I, <laughs> you I'm sorry, a- <laughs> I
1: didn't mention this last eight months, but we were in our option year, and now we got to talk. But, um, what do you think of Pemonti Brothers sandwiches? You like those from Pittsburgh?
0: (laughs) So I think they've had plenty of discussions, but it's just a nice way to say I don't have to take your offer if I don't like it.
3: What do you think about what he had to say about his coach?
0: All I know for sure is this time last year, he looked everybody in the Mm -hmm. eye and said Mm -hmm. what we have here." Is the next Barry Trotz? Yeah. We're gonna be talking about Sheldon Keefe.
1: Like Barry Trotz.
0: In 15 years, like we're talking about Barry Trotz. That guy you're gonna fire? Eight months later? 12, uh, Twelve months later?
3: Well, I think really? you have a very different tone in this press conference. You know, he was he didn't say it today, Kip. He said it last summer. This summer he said, uh, you know. It, it, we made some good adjustments, Yeah, but, uh, you know, again, everything's that, on but the table. That, that
0: just may be him saying there, there could be an audible from the board of directors. Yeah,
3: he said too hasty right? to guarantee anything.
0: Listen, I, I know one thing for sure, that if he comes back, if Kyle's back, he's not pulling the same thing he pulled 12 months ago when he said, I still believe in this group. No. That that card got played. Now he's singing a different tune that we got to look at things that uh, can get done. And I'll consider anything that helps us get better.
1: Using the Florida Panthers example to me when asked about trading one of the core guys
3: is a massive change in tone Mm -hmm. from anything he's ever said. And that, any of these that's the court so, of public opinion he's appealing to. You know, hey, look, other teams do this and it, and it works.
0: Oh, It's yeah. a copycat league. Listen, anybody <laughs> that wins a Stanley Cup plays, they're big and strong. We're going big and strong. They're fast. We're going to go and get faster. Oh, they went on goaltending and system. We're going to play defensive hockey with a great goaltender. That's all he's doing right now. He's just ripping off success. Yeah, the, the, every to me, coach, it's a Every coach for and permission. every team does that.
3: Yeah, to okay. me, he's applying for permission to trade of an important pl- person.
0: With the if the board and Brandon together, I guess, decide that and, and Kyle decides that he takes the offer that's being presented right now. Mm-hmm. If he takes it, he, they bring him back and they say, Here are our, our conditions. They'll say
3: that to Kyle.
0: Yes. So it's almost and like that's all Kyle's doing is protecting himself so when the changes come, mm-hmm. um He doesn't he can look make like he's them. walking it back. But, right? He 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 didn't He's not the guy that says I still believe in this group and I can win with this group. And then Give me another chance. Yeah. Well, let
1: me ask both of you flat out: Do you think it's the right decision to bring him back?
0: You know, when when you when you speak of that, you got to also speak of if it if he isn't, what's better? For sure, I understand that. And outside of maybe Brad Tree living out there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's anything out there that you could sit there and, and bring in. And the, the 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 domino effect of doing that and where it leaves you and where a guy like Brad Tree Living would have to come in. And the thing that Brad Tree Living would also do to get the job is to talk about the things that Kyle did wrong. And this is what I'm going to do to change it, and I don't know if Brendan or MLSC would be ready f- for those changes. If it, he's the guy who made the Kachuk trade, he'd have to be if, like. If it doesn't, if it doesn't play into where you think this, the issues truly
3: are. I, I so to answer your question, Sam, I think it's right to keep him. I think he is the right guy, and I think he's shown an evolution. I don't think. You know, it's unfortunate that he had to do a lot of learning on the job here, right? Like both of them,
0: both of them, him and Sheldon have had some tough learning lessons to win NHL playoff hockey.
3: For sure. Like they went into it like we believe in the end speed and skill will trump all. And then it was like, thump, 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 thump. Okay. Take the L. Now we'll adjust and play. And they've only recently made that adjustment in March. Yeah. Yeah. In well, in March, and I would say in previous summers, you know, they brought in Labushkin so, and Muzzin, and those guys weren't in March, but... I mean, we can talk about the Matthews'
1: comments earlier today, if you want to get into this, but, I mean, it's a pretty popular question, but I want to get your take on it. Like, how much of them keeping Dubis is to, you know, potentially sign the contract extension that's due to Austin Matthews this offseason? Let's go to let's go to Austin's comments, because he does mention Kyle, and then
4: we'll pick it up, Sammy. Okay. Sounds good. Of course, I mean, you know, my intention is to, to be here. I, I think I've, uh, you know, reciprocated that uh, before. How much I enjoy playing here and, and what it means to me and um, the organization, uh, my teammates, and and how much uh, you know I just enjoy being here. So, how important to get that done before next season? Yeah, I, I think that uh, you know it's important, and you know it'll all kind of work itself out in due time and um and just kind of go from there but um you know as far as everything else goes i mean it's uh you know like i've like i've said before i mean i I really do enjoy playing here and it's it's a true honor and um you know the work that you know we're putting into obviously continue to to strive for that that end result is uh you know extremely motivating
0: did you not uh clip him talking about
1: that was just him talking about about his
0: but he does mention kyle dubas
1: yeah, and sort of Morgan Riley. They all talked about him today.
0: Well, I know, but I wanted okay. uh, Austin. I, gra- I can grab it. No, you, no it's no fine. Uh, I, to paraphrase, it was, I've got a great relationship with Kyle Dubas, I think. Mm-hmm. Basically.
3: Yeah, right? I, I saw some of that effect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that plays into Kyle Dubas 100% moving forward. This is a guy yep. that you have to sign.
3: That plays into it if you're... The board or Brendan Shanahan, and you know the most important thing to happen this offseason is keeping Austin Matthews for winning, for revenue, yeah. for a million other reasons. And it's,
0: it's leaning that way.
3: That Matthews would stay.
0: I would think that Kyle would go back to the board and say, if, if you want Austin Matthews, I'm your best chance of signing him.
3: <laughs> Love it. I mean, uh, yeah. If, if, in fact, Matthews does like him and has a good relationship with him, sure. It does sound like that comment is a guy who it's positive news if you're a Leafs fan, the way that Matthew sounded, and it's positive news for Dubas, the way he's talked about Dubas, which is why, to me, to our earlier conversation, something has to change, and so why the coach, to me, seems like an easy fall guy for the board, or Brandon, take to Kyle and say, you can be back, but.
0: You can be back, but you're going to have to get rid of one of four.
3: And keep the coach.
0: If he wants to keep the coach, yeah. if he believes that he wasn't the issue,
3: yeah. I mean, they have to do something. You cannot. The it's other a thing too. PR is, nightmare the, to try the other to-
0: thing too is if, if if you're Kyle and Brendan, you want to fire Sheldon. Like, w- who's out there? It's not last year where you've got uh, Gerard Gallant. You got uh, or not? Sorry, not Gerard. <laughs> so uh, there's one. Uh... uh, uh Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montgomery was out there. DeBoer. Peter DeBoer was out there. Like you had you had some choices. You got Glenn and Elaine Vigneault. Glant's not coming here. No? No. Okay.
3: Lavi. Who's that? Laviolette. Free agent. It's an option for sure.
6: Yeah. He's great <laughs> at our show. They Bruce? should have him. Bruce
3: Boudreau. Ah. What, Julian. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't Joel see Clenville. those names. I I don't see I don't Mike see.
3: Babcock. I don't, I don't I don't see I don't dun, see dun, dun. I don't see any
0: of those guys over Sheldon yeah. Keeping Keith or yeah Keith. I don't. Wow.
3: Oh, Kipper, are you out of your mind? Yeah, they're not bringing back Kyle Sheldon. The core there's I understand no, no, one no. guy. No, oh, okay. the, the, we do the, not. The agree. condition is one. You,
0: you got to change the
3: core. Is one guy? I mean, you can't do more than one guy i guess you just can't
0: willie austin They're too good at this point
3: can't trade a lot of good players
0: at it's this point idea. everything is on the table okay mm. if i am now kyle and i think i've got a chance to stay i am now i'm now making calls on every single guy i will look at trading austin i will look at trading mitch marner I will look at trading Nylanders last year. And I look at a way of of weeding out John Tavares.
3: You know, everything is on
0: the table.
3: Yes, 100% everything's on the table. They'll do exit interviews when people are like, would you approach John about, like they're going to have an exit interview. And they'll be like, here are the realities of our cap situation. You know, where are you on being here? Where are you? Would you consider it? Like they'll mention it to him for crying out loud.
0: Well, listen, you can do a lot of things to speed up the process. Be mean to him. You can take away his captaincy.
3: The pajama boy.
0: Like is is part of the condition on Austin feeling like you're going to resign and you're 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 going to get the captaincy? Is that where, is that where that that the signing could lead to? Is that one of the things that? You, want you, to might, move you forward? might say
3: after John's two years are up, you're the guy. I don't think they would. I mean, hey, I've said it before that it probably should have happened, but I don't know if I still do. I don't feel that know.
0: I, I, that's, I, I'm just thinking, as a negotiation ploy, mm-hmm. we could have another conversation if actually he'll ever be a captain on an NHL team. And can he truly lead? Like, I can have a conversation <laughs> for you for an hour on maybe why he's not that guy.
5: Mm-hmm. But you,
1: if you have the opportunity to sign I mean, like, you, there's obvious warts with you, him.
0: Do you, you need it though? I mean, what, just Matthews? No, the captaincy. Oh, do, does he want to it. It, you know, does Doesn't he even change want it? it. That's Doesn't right. That's another. Anything. That's yeah. another question. Does he even want it?
3: Yeah,
1: I'm sure he would want it, wouldn't you think? Like, you're if you consider yourself he, one of the best players in the game, you're signing he, a long-term contract. I think he wanted it uh, before. Before, mm-hmm. when they gave it to Tavares.
0: Yeah, and did that really come back? because of an incident in Arizona.
1: Yeah. I think that's probably what it was, right? The mooning, the moon gate. Where he showed the cheeks. his pants down. Showed the cheeks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think... Was that...
0: Did that uh, derail the whole thing about him being the future captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs? I think it did. I actually think it did. Well, I
3: I don't know. I feel like we're off track here.
0: No, it's not, because it's all tied into whether or not Kyle can get this guy signed. And if he does what are the parameters and here's another one for you like what are you going to sign for mm-hmm. let's let's have that conversation right now happy to love to yeah like does this guy think he's walking in and becoming the highest paid player in the league
3: well yes because the highest-paid player in the league who just was Nathan McKinnon, who passed uh, McDavid. He's making 12.6.
0: Yeah, um, and what did he pass him by? 1.1. One. Point one. Point 0.1.
3: Yeah. $100,000.
1: So, $100, yeah.
0: Point 0.1. Yeah. $100,000 100, yes. for a guy who just went through a brick wall for you yeah. and won a Stanley Cup. This guy can't get a goal in five games in the second round, and he's going to go where on his next contract?
3: I mean, it's natural, though, Kip, that you sign a year later, cap goes up, and the cap is projected to go up significantly after next year, like 4 and $5 million per season. Yes, it is. Don't yeah. shake your head. I mean, that's it's going to go up. Yeah, I, I so, do care. No, but I you're going to fight back against the idea that he shouldn't be. But yeah. just econ- economically, his value compared to the cap is going to be worth more than McKinnon. He won a Hart Trophy at twenty-four years care. old. I, know I don't, don't care. I know you don't care anymore. But everyone who pays these guys, I don't does. care.
0: I don't care. And if he's in it just for the money, then you know what? Don't don't sign here. Don't come. Okay. If you're just in it for the money, Nathan McKinnon just won a Stanley Cup. Yes. He 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 settled for a hundred thousand more. From McDavid, when he could have gone up 2 million or 3 million.
6: Mm -hmm. Because he wants to win another one, right? That's right.
0: Yeah. So, how about Austin? If you really want to be here, you can't jump up.
3: You can't jump up. I'm sorry. And number two, you don't deserve it. I think, well, first off, the don't deserve it thing is I disagree with that. I mean, given where he's at in his career and what he's accomplished already, I know they haven't won a cup.
0: One career year, 60 goals, a heart. He scored 40 goals and got Selkie trophy votes this year 6'3 and 25 years old. Then pay him like a 40-goal scorer then.
3: The year before didn't happen all of a sudden because it, it was a career year? It did.
0: Maybe it was.
3: Maybe it was. And maybe it was, but it happened. You have to pay like it existed. So, to me, he's going to get a raise naturally. And I think to say, you want to win again? You can't take $14.5 million. Okay,
0: you can't even take 13
3: I think that's a fine conversation to have. I yeah. think you can say, fine, you want to be the highest-paid guy in the league Take twelve point seven five take twelve point seven
0: one he's not taking that
3: well, and maybe not, but then that's a conversation about what are your priorities? Sidney Crosby signed for eight point seven when he was worth ten because what did he care about? He wanted to win, and that's a worthwhile conversation to him about what his priorities are
0: mm-hmm. so that's 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 a story in itself for sure but we were he wanted big bucks. the talk all season long, yeah. and where there's smoke, there's fire was fourteen fifteen million a year yeah I, I think he. I don't think he can handle making that, and not having the success in the playoffs.
3: You know what might convince him to take less? Hey, pal, you want Cali Yarncrock on your line in playoffs next year, or would you like someone we maybe a little more money to spend on your wing? You know, this is you need people around
1: you. I, I actually am hearing everything you're saying, Kipper, and like I, I do agree that it feels crazy, but – and he has his obvious warts, and I know that he probably shouldn't want to be the highest. But it's just – the life without him, it's just – you're just significantly worse. Like, he's Listen, a top, he's a I, I top five, not, top ten guy in the league. I'm not – It's hard to – I'm not debating that. can't just that, let him walk. Me,
0: I'm not debating it, and I'm you just got to pay him. I, I, I know that the arguments are there that where are you going to find this guy? You cannot replace him. You cannot exactly. replace the goals. I get all of that. But – You know, a big reason, a big reason why they are where they are right now, and no one's talking about this, but Kyle made a colossal error, a big error in allowing this guy to get to 11.6 on a five-year deal. This should have been 11.6 for eight And you would have been in a position to make way better decisions, Mm -hmm. way better. Your back is against the wall right now. And you got everybody saying that Austin holds all the cards. Hey, give me what I want or I'll walk in a year and you get nothing. Five was a disaster number for him.
3: Yeah, and it was and brilliant on his agent's part. It was a disaster number. It's and, a mess right now, and it's now. no different than giving Mitch six. When you see Miko Rantanen signs for nine point five million dollars for whatever years, but
0: it started with Austin for sure. No, I should apologize. It started, started with, with- Willie. No, no, it started with Tavares at eleven.
3: Well, you don't think Willie holding out for? Uh, oh
1: no, any... Willie
0: was nothing at at six nine. <laughs>
3: yeah, it nothing. was at the time people sure
1: cared yeah, about. Sure it. It was, yeah, sure it was, but it for was five a minutes. hot conversation at that time. Yeah, for five minutes. Yeah, but now it was one of the better contracts in the league. Yeah. to have him on that. Number.
0: Yes, but when you when you jumped when you jumped Tavares at eleven, that that made thirty four go look at Tavares and go, I'm better than him. Yeah, yeah but how could it not? I know. It was human nature. It was a domino disaster. It was human nature. And then Mitch Marner followed and said, listen, that guy's at 11. Austin's at uh, 12 uh, or uh, 11.6. You know, I'll take a million less than that guy, but I'm not worth Mm -hmm. anything less. And that was after. There's
3: no doubt that that
0: right i mean it's
3: why things are as challenging as they are is that those contract negotiations did not go well
1: we should probably take a break
3: (laughs) do you want to um yeah we'll we'll do it after we'll do it in the second hour
1: you guys want to check in with luke he said he'd join us he was sure yeah we'll we'll check let's uh let's take a break and then we'll call luke
0: okay you heard sammy plenty of still chew on here (laughs) as we get right into it on the real kipper and born show back after these words
1: Covering the Blue Jays from an analytical perspective. Jay's Talk Plus with Blake Murphy. Be sure to subscribe and download Jay's Talk on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is Real Kipper and Board on Sportsnet 590 the Fan. We assume everybody's gone out of Scotiabank Arena after lockout uh, cleanup, clean-out day for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's find out if Luke Fox is uh, still hanging out there. Did you pitch a tent there by any chance? Oh,
5: my God. That was long. <laughs> I put in a shift, boys. I'm still here. Because i got to write a story now. My work's just starting. Um, but, yeah, it, you know what? I've never never been part of one that's taken that long. Um Really tense and and interesting times here at Leafs headquarters.
0: Okay, so uh, before we get into anything with the players, we heard from Sheldon, we heard from Kyle. They didn't go up together, which suggests that uh, there's some separation there, and we know Brendan Shanahan didn't speak today, and we expect to hear from him at some point, uh, maybe later on this week or next week, depending on how quickly they sort things out or want to make announcements. What did you get out of Sheldon and Kyle today?
5: Well, the, the biggest thing by far is just how emotional Kyle Dubas was today and how much of a toll this whole thing has taken on him. I, I, mean, I mean, it kind of blew my mind. I, th- I thought, you know, he was, getting, he was getting kind of choked up at times talking about his family and how taxing it's been and how he needs to really put their priorities uh, first before he makes any decision whether he wants to be back with the Maple Leafs. That idea of him you know, jumping ship to the Pittsburgh Penguins, you can forget that. Um, he said he doesn't want to be anywhere else uh, because he doesn't want to put his family through it. Like He doesn't want to make his, his wife and his young children go through a move this off season. So he, he needs to do some, some soul-searching, find out if it's worth it to keep doing this job. Then he has to figure out, if he, even if he wants to do this job, what they want to offer him. And he has to meet with ownership, and Brendan Shanahan. So there's a lot to be sorted out here. Uh, another big thing is, is he didn't give Sheldon Keefe an endorsement, uh, but didn't say that he was the wrong man either. And he didn't give the core of this team an endorsement. And that is a very first. Like, I, I thought it was really telling that he said there's a well, – he's, lear- he's learning there's a, Luke, a line between belief and, and rigidity.
0: Luke, if, if he did, we'd laugh him out of the building. If he did give anybody an endorsement, you know that.
5: Yeah, but I believed it. This I, I believed the way he said it, though. That it, you know, he, he looked at the Florida Panthers and he said they took their time, waited till July, but then made a blockbuster tr- a trade, took two core pieces off their team, and now they're farther in the playoffs than they were. A President's Trophy-winning team, and he he you know suggested that that's the kind of move that he would have to be open to.
3: So, you know, in soaking all this in, you know, Kip and I are doing our best to sort of read between the lines, you know, what's negotiation, what's protecting yourself from looking hypocritical later. Who comes back? Who comes back? Like, is is Kyle, if Kyle's back, do you think he sticks with Sheldon or do you think he does make a big trade here? You cannot have everyone back the same way. And I'm trying to make sense. Who looks like the odd man out?
5: Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I think there's no way you can just, Run it all back mm. it's gotten you know seven times it's get It's getting a little silly right yes. uh, so who knows i I did find it very interesting that Austin Matthews was so upfront about wanting to come back and wanting to get the deal done in the summer before next season started you know he he could very well have played it a little more politically and said well you know the season just finished and i need some time to think and talk to my agent or talk to my family but he was saying like i my intention is to resign here um so you know the fans who want austin matthews back i think that's a a great sign but he also talked about how close he is with dubis so if it's not dubis negotiating that contract i think that will raise more questions he loves the culture dubis has created here um, and pretty much everyone said they wanted the core back. No one said uh, this isn't working. Maybe we do need changes like Nylander's on board. Mitch Marner, I think is afraid of getting traded at this point. He said that, you know, this is, this is the team he dreams of finally breaking through with and winning. Uh, you know, it's, I, I think the core needs to be cut into just for a different look. I think they need to spend a greater portion of their money on the blue line. I don't think Jake McCabe's a top four guy. I mean, you're always pinching pennies on the blue line and that doesn't mean that those aren't good talents that you're trading away, but I think you have to explore ways, get creative. There's other teams that aren't happy with where they finish. Like, I think it's time to do some, some serious willing and dealing.
0: Maybe it's just the 40 years of being around this. That has me the way I am, but I heard another negotiating ploy out of Austin Matthews today. I, I mentioned it on Kyle. You know, playing the uh, "I got to talk to my family" card.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I heard Austin today, if I'm reading between the lines, saying I'm signed to a deal July 1st, or I'm I'm not talking about it the rest of the year.
5: Well, it's good. It's going to be fascinating. I
0: but Did you, you know hear what?
3: that. No, I don't uh, understand that.
0: I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't hear. I, I, like I need. I need an extension. I'm not going through the whole thing all all year long. I see. What you mean. Right. Yeah. You either sign me July 1st, or we'll talk to you at the end of the season.
5: But I think they would be happy to sign him, just because guys like this don't come around. And you know what was? It was a small thing, but it was something I noticed is that a lot of the guys came out wearing whatever their whatever clothes right? Just their designer label hoodies or whatever. And Austin Matthews came out and did his his presser in a Leafs hoodie and a Leafs hat. Um, I, I think that was maybe some subtle message sending there. Like, I, I'm a Maple Leaf still and I want to re-sign here.
0: Is there a sense that uh, he may consider leaving a lot of money on the table so he can go get a legitimate winger, left winger and not put it all on <laughs>
5: Matthew Nye's next year? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Well, the track record of these guys is not to take discounts, So I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump to that conclusion, unfortunately, but you know what? I, he can't take the max. Like I, I feel like the playoff success hasn't been there. He's coming off uh, a, you know, a good year, but a down year. I don't want to assist in five for, games. Yeah.
0: That doesn't set you up to be the, to blow it out of the waters,
5: but it's still going to be before a big number
3: or just that one.
0: Uh, I'm talking about a team that f- finished 19 points behind you in the regular season. Yeah, that one. That one doesn't matter. The first one when I when I lose to a team that needs Pittsburgh to lose the last game of the season. He snuck in. It's just,
5: it's just you, you don't get number one centermen who are capable of scoring 60 goals, right? You just don't get them. So when you have one, you you pay them. Yeah,
0: it'll be interesting. No question about that.
3: That's a, uh, you know, one of the things that kind of hangs over and then the dominoes start to fall. And he's, you know, he Dubas basically said that he would take calls on everyone. You
0: make calls. Make
3: calls on everyone. Well, well, you heard, you heard everyone, a.k.a. those four guys weigh in on things today. What were your impressions from what Tavares said, from what Nylander said um, and Marner? I I think we've got a sense from, from Matthews. What did the other three say about their interest and likelihood of sticking
5: around? they all want to stick around. Yeah. I mean, I, why, why wouldn't you like you, you see the, the way these guys are treated. Like it, it is first class from the training staff to mm-hmm. the meals, to the hotels, to, you know, how the, the coaches is, is fairly, at least publicly the coach is very gentle to the, the general manager is this loving, caring, let's create a really inclusive, nice culture, keep our stars happy. Like, it is a very comfortable place to play. But you that's just not can not You just
0: can't win. That's the only problem. Though, is it's it's so comfortable that you you don't win.
5: They haven't yet. I agree. But the, anyway, what they were saying was they all want to stay. Um, you know, they like it here. Whether that whether that leads to winning, that's the that's the million make a dollar question. Tonne of
6: money.
0: Yeah,
3: you're you don't no, have to win. There's no accountability. Of course, yeah. Of course, you, you love it. Can you add accountability? You know, when you have the same people,
0: no, no, it's over. They, that's it. You had your chance. Now you need to make changes. Somebody's got to go. One of the four got to go.
5: I agree. And there was, in terms of accountability, there, Justin, like there there was very little talk. Ryan O'Reilly mentioned it. Like I needed to create more, but there was very little talk of I needed to score more, or we needed to do better. There was, there was talk of Bobrovsky today. There was talk about scoring chances today. And it's like fans don't want to hear that stuff right now.
3: No, Sammy's shaking his head behind the glass. Like that's the last thing people want to hear again is we had good looks. Didn't go. It didn't fall for us. Bob made a bunch of saves. It's, you know, it's kind of a nauseating idea. And so this is my point about Keith and that, you know, some to establish accountability is going to be hard, right? Because if you have some, these guys have been here so long, anyone coming in is going to feel new to wield authority is really hard, right? To say, to suddenly become this hardline th- guy. But maybe this, you need some of that. This is
0: where I think Kyle can talk himself into an extension. This is where he can talk uh, everyone into bringing Sheldon Keith back. Is that, I understand now, I can't win with this group. And I will make the significant changes, give me one more chance, for change and this is where it, it, it comes in. All right, Luke, we're going to let you go, pal. Go go get some rest, okay?
5: Okay. Take care, guys. Thanks right, for joining Luke us, Fox, Luke.
0: Sportsnet.ca. So, listen, it it, it it would be significant enough to not make everybody feel like it's going to be the same old, same old next year. So, I believe that's why I think Kyle's coming back. That's why I think Sheldon's coming back. And they will get another crack at it. But it will come with conditions. Kyle, you're, not, you're, you're not asking Kyle to make changes. You're telling him you need, to, you need to fix one of four problems. Well,
3: then we are tap dancing around the obvious questions. Yeah. Since it's not Nylander, yeah. we're talking about Matthews coming back. Yeah. It's Mar- Marner and Nylander.
0: Yeah, that's right. And I think it should be Marner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Two years left. He will bring you the best value.
3: Yeah, I know, but oh. I was supposed to say that part.
0: No. No, I am. I'm older than you. <laughs> I, know, I know more than you.
3: You, you
0: definitely do. <laughs> um, do, I, do I shock you?
3: Yes. Floored. I almost swore. Yes, I'm floored to hear you say that. After this year of,
0: you yeah. know, I know how it's much you love, Marner. It's not working. It's not working. And it's, I'll tell you another thing that doesn't work. Matthews and Marner does not work. They can produce, but there's no real chemistry there. I see a guy that that has to work way too hard. I I see a guy that uh, for a guy that scores a hundred points, that Mm. is responsible. Like he is defensively always being the third man, a guy high, always the first four checker or the first forward back, uh, even sometimes they give up those breakaways. You see Marner flying into the net because he's come back so hard. It's just, it's, I have not seen true ownership between Matthews yeah. and Marner for the Toronto Maple Leafs in the last five, six years.
3: I think it's really strange they stuck with them. You know, they scored seven goals in two straight games, which I know everyone's heard a billion times, but they stuck with that pair when it wasn't happening for them. Not a lick. And so I don't know if they were saying to those guys, we're going to show you, we're going to give you every chance to do it together. And if yeah. you can't, then yeah. maybe this is it. So Kip, this is where, because I was planning on saying the point that you just made. Here's why I think that makes the most sense. You mentioned it, f- it fetches you the most in return. Yes. Easily the highest value.
0: But there'd be a lineup. There'd be a bidding war for right. for, for uh, Mitch Marner. The
3: other part of that is that Nylander... Is going to cost as much as Mitch Marner in a year? He's going to get gonna nine get and a half, ten. ten. Mitch is making ten. ten six or whatever ten it is, nine. ten nine. Like you know, yes. he's getting close to that. So there's no doubt Marner is a better player than Nylander. If you got to pay him the same anyway, give me two years of Mitch every time. And Nylander, frankly, if you're the Leafs you're pretty okay with the way you know he took strides. I understand he still has his defensive whatever, but he took some postseason strides where he showed when they couldn't create offense, he was the only guy who could create his own shot. So it makes the most sense.
0: Three, four pieces for Mitch Marner.
3: You go to Arizona and you say, I want uh, Keller and Cooley and a first and I don't know. And then you get cap space too. And you can do something else. So
1: what you're telling me is I got to get back in my fake trade lab. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> is that, now, that's actually the highlight uh, of our show this just, year, <laughs> I think.
3: Just think
1: dee dee about dee dee. now the
0: feeling of, of next September. And listen, uh, in a perfect world, you, you do keep Mitch, but yes. you, you can't. And th- with an extra year, two years, um, it's a different ball game than it, it would be for Nylander or even Austin. And yeah... It, if Austin didn't want to be here, now you're, you're forced into a situation, mm-hmm. but if he wants to be here, then you've, you're, 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 you're going to work that out. You're yeah. going to find a number. You hope that you don't blow your brains out because that'll, that'll kill you. Mm-hmm. It'll kill the, the, the organization moving forward. Here's the other one that you got to act on quickly is again, July 1st is the the date. Yeah, Mitch Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner goes to uh, a a no trade. Full no trade. Full no trade. July first, you got to trade him before.
3: I mean, so this is getting real fast, which is why the Dubis keeping him makes more sense than bringing in a new guy and being like, "This is Debbie from accounting, and this is Todd. Here's your desk. Trade Mitch Marner." (laughs) (laughs) You know? Wow. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Go go. Send them to New York, get Keandra Miller, and plus plus.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I am floored.
0: Excuse me.
1: I'm floored. I never thought you'd. I never thought that this would be. Listen. I don't. I'm I don't a ag- huge Miss Marner
0: fan. I love him, but it ain't working here. It's not working here. And if you've loved Austin Matthews, and you've shown him more love than you've ever shown sixteen, <laughs>
1: ever <laughs> That's for sure. Okay. No question.
0: We know he's uh, the media love him. You guys love him. I look at him sometimes like that guy couldn't lead a two car parade, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. You're going
1: to keep him. <laughs> I've never heard that That's a pretty good say. <laughs> I just think you, I, I, I'm i flabbergasted. I don't think I want to trade. I would agree with Borny on, on Willie. It just seems like the easiest one.
0: But. There is a chance, come September, if there's no 16 in your lineup, you're going to look at that team and go... Tough to be better. uh, I'm not sure you're better.
3: Tough. I mean, playing 24 minutes a night, killing penalties, I mean... You're not going to be better if you trade any of them. The hope is that in playoffs, you're better equipped, you're you're more well-rounded in the ways that help you win in the postseason. There's no guarantee you are, but, uh, you know, there's no reason to assume the worst i i just don't it's such a scary
1: thing and i like i trading him is a horrifying thing trading martin
3: yeah this is the thing though you're sitting here with all
0: you sammy know? you cannot come back kyle sheldon and brandon cannot come back with this same group it's and, and frankly there's going to be some really upset people a lot of them are stroking Six-digit numbers for boxes down at the Scotiabank Arena. Mm -hmm.
3: And frankly, I don't know that trading Nylander even moves the needle for people in a way. The core is still Matthews and Marner. You can talk about the core. The two guys are the most important to the team that are are Matthews and Marner. Yeah.
0: And then you might have to suck up Tavares another year, but you're you're burying them next year. This is his last year to hang around. You want to stick him on the fourth line? You can start making his life miserable if he doesn't want to move out for that last year. For that last year, yeah. But he's done. He
3: he commented today. Do we have him on playing the wing? We do have that. But yeah, play. I,
1: I, Do you want to play that, or do you want to continue this conversation about? I don't know. What did you, what did you get out of that?
3: Uh, out of what? Tavares. I was just going to say that he, he was willing to adjust his game and, you know, move to the wing and do what they ask of him yeah, I to know, stick around. I know. And hey, listen, it's
0: Tavares was about the first four years.
3: It was. It was about hitting it during that window yes, where they didn't that's hit. That's right. It. And now you're going,
0: huh. And now it's tough. You cannot have Tavares second-line centerman next year.
3: Yeah, in the playoffs, it's... Can't. No.
0: Can't. It's... It's as ridiculous as playing Mark Giordano 78 games averaging 19 and a half minutes a night and then you put your surprise face on when his wheels fall off in April. And I I I warned I told I'm, you guys I'm, I'm
3: taking that L. I'm I taking told that L. you guys I'll give me the W on Gio. Did I not talk about Gio? Uh,
1: only at since, the very beginning only, only since the day they acquired him. Only since then. Yeah, you got that one. So, uh, that that that's what you like. Why and e- even
0: like I'm watching, uh, you know, McDavid and uh, Drysaddle last night, and it's like, how, how much can you lean? On, how how can you how much can
3: you lean on these guys? Like, there's you're just ringing it, and there's nothing coming out. This is, you know, you're we, just talking about Matthew's number. Dry Saddle's last four games, zero, zero, one assist 0-4 dash four last night. And personally responsible for a couple against. It's like just nothing left in the tank nothing. when there's not.
0: And even Mitch, you know, like there's some nights we talked about it. It's like, why are you playing him 27 minutes, 29 minutes? It's like it's a, you know, I, I, I know you need three or four minutes in OT, but that number shouldn't be there. Yeah. And well- he's not 200 pounds either. He's buck sixty, soaking wet. Kipper, we had that conversation in the regular season, so seven he, or eight times. So, so now the checking gets quadrupled in the mm-hmm. playoffs. He's got no room, and he doesn't really have any pushback. And yeah. and then Tavares, Tavares didn't have any legs either. You know Tavares when when he's got some rest, you can actually see he's got legs. Yeah, He beats people one on one. It's a difference. And he, he can kind of protect it a little bit. And he's got that area of six or eight feet around the net. And he actually looks physically strong. Yeah. But when he doesn't, it's like watching uh, wheels
3: fall off uh, an 18 rig. So I, I looked just quickly. I'm writing a bit about this tomorrow. Um, how the core fours average shot distance, like how far away they get shots in the regular season, the playoffs and how it changes Matthews goes from 24 to 28 feet away from the net. So he's yeah. shooting from farther out because he can't kind of get into the same areas. Um, Nylander's 28 to 30. JT is like 16 to 18. And Mitch goes from 30 to 40 feet out. Like all of them can't get there at the end. And whether it's no legs, tired, yeah. no aggressiveness, too much, whatever. Well,
0: no, it's skill, 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 yeah. skill. There's nothing in the, the core four that said anyone's going to run over anybody.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and, you know the guys that I think of when I think of what this Leafs team need are not. I'm not saying get go away from skill, but it's guys who have this like tenacity. Yanni Gord, Kevin Bieksa talked about him on TV. Yanni Gord is this guy. He will fight you. He will. He's passionate, desperate, whatever. See Jonathan Marchessault last night for Vegas. You know, he's kind of, you know, I mean rat in a good way, the way he just keeps coming, keeps coming. They don't have that type of guy that can score on top of the tenacity. And I know they're not easy to come by, but like they're missing that element of the guys who play big minutes. Call it anger, call it desperation, call it whatever. I'm not saying the guys don't try. They do. It's they're just not wired that way. I'll go
0: another I'll go a step further on that. Matthews looks like he goes out of his way to avoid that.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. He is the least confrontational number one centerman I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. This guy goes out of his way to avoid it. Scrums, you know, we the ragdolling, uh, you know, the not fighting back. He, he'd be the last guy to go into a pile and rescue you off the floor.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he got into a slobber knocker with
3: Stamkos in the first round. That was a hell of a bout. <laughs> that, that, that was a hell of a bout. That's about. so on him. That was, that was a hell of a bout. You're right, though. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. that That's an issue At for me. some point. It's and an I, issue. I've wondered if he, as he gets older, because I felt this way as a player, got a little bit more like, okay, you know, like I'm kind of sick of this. And at some point you got to punch someone in the beak. It hasn't happened and maybe it never will.
0: That's an issue
3: yeah. in itself. It's an issue for sure. Okay? It's an issue for sure. And it'll be the criticism of him until his team's win. Or if in a series like this, they lose in five games and he's got six goals. Are you, you
0: banking eight years on that moving forward? Six
1: years? I am, yes.
0: Oh, that's.
3: Maybe $120
1: million will help him punch somebody in the face. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. I
0: uh, think he's just the way he is and he ain't changing
1: and that's okay, fine this is
0: seven years it's not fine
3: well, can't, it, win it's not per- can't, can't win with win that it's not perfect you can't win with that you can't win-, win with that look at people who win stanley cups kip who tell me who i don't phil kessel's a stanley cup champion yeah
0: with sid
3: yeah. and malkin okay who well, are confrontational guys. To have other good players
0: you can't when they don't lead when they're the top of the pyramid
3: you can't win I don't know. You see guys like the St. Louis Blues win with Ryan O'Reillys winning Lady Bing trophies yeah. along the yeah. way.
0: And, and Shen.
3: Braden Shen would run
0: over. He's, he's in the surrounding people Brad I'm talking about. May. He'll He'll punch his mother for a playoff win.
3: Bring me Brad May the Leafs.
0: Hey. Austin won't do that. I'm, Willie I won't know. do that. Tavares won't do that. And that's not Mitch's game. So you're going to trade Mitch. You're going to get your good value in. And you still got 34 who... Avoids controversy on the ice. Confrontation. Yeah. The playoffs are nothing but confrontation, by the way. Nothing but constant. Every shift. Verbally, physically, mentally, emotionally.
3: He's second on the team in hits in playoffs. He's not non-physical. He's leading the team in shots and hits and defense, yada, yada. yada. He's not a non-contributor with the puck. He times
0: going. disinterested this year.
3: Ah, that's retro. Retro. That's hindsight. I don't think that's but true. That's,
0: did he look like he was having fun? At least with no. Willie, at least with Willie, yeah. he can look you in the eye down three nothing and say, I, um, This is fun. Okay. <laughs> I can't, well, and listen, whether kind of you like it, it or totally not, if, I, I if give if they him they a ton of respect and, yeah. because I believe he believes that. It's I not an act. Yeah. I believe he believes that. Yeah. And he played actually like he, he he still was having some fun out there yeah. and then doing some willy things, and it actually helped the team. Mm-hmm. I watched 34. I'm like, does that guy even like being there right now?
3: Didn't look fun. Didn't look fun at all.
0: Okay, and you, you want to make him the highest paid player in the league right now? Again, Are you yes, sure? I am, Are you sure?
1: Yes.
3: To, cl- to clarify,
1: <laughs> yes. All right. It's uh, to-
0: not an easy decision for me. I'll tell you that. So you
1: just let him just let him walk?
0: No, you trade him. Just could move him to LA.
1: So you think so let me ask let's play out this. Bring back Trevor can, Moore. Can we play out this scenario then, Kipper? Yeah. You trade Austin Matthews. I think you and should can, look at it. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. And you have Mitch Marner as your quote-unquote best player. Do You have a better chance to win the playoffs? No,
0: you're going to you you you're, you're, you're going to He gets uh, you, you're, players? you're
1: you're going to replace but there, him. But there's no but no one's going to replace Austin like no one that you trade for is gonna be better than Mitch Marner. So Mitch Marner is automatically gonna be your best player. And can you win with him as your best player? I don't think so either. But
0: you can also turn Matthew's pieces into somebody else to support him. You're gonna go find another you're gonna go find another guy. You may not get him maybe till March.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not I, I'm not letting Matthew. Will go. you guys be okay with what Kyle Dubas has done if it's just Willie? If it's yeah. For Matthews, sure. it's Marner, it's Tavares. Willie's gone okay. to Carolina for Brett Pesci just, and a first. Just a,
0: yeah, it depends what you bring back. Yeah.
3: Carolina would take me God,
1: when Willie scored that goal on Friday night, I thought... You think Lee's Carolina's
0: going to pay him 10, 10 and a half?
3: I think Carolina's a team that would do it. They're all yeah. analytically driven and...
0: And they'll pay 10 well, they, and they, a half? Well,
3: the Pacioretty, they had him at seven, whatever, and he's...
0: But that was off of a, a last year deal.
3: Right, but he'll be gone. That money's free. Yeah. So they have, I assume add, they have some
0: space. they'll add 2 or
3: $3 million to it? That's a lot. Maybe maybe two. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I could see it. Of all teams, I mean, who else is out there that could? You're talking, you're talking about, like, a Columbus or a
1: all right, or Arizona? Let, uh, or, uh,
3: we should probably take a break, and I should
1: probably get in our playoff picks because we've been bad and not done them because we've been yelling at each other for an hour and a half, <laughs> okay. which has been excellent, but I should get the playoff picks in before we get to more Leafs stuff. So, um it's time for Playoff Picks, presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest odds. Uh, there is a Game 7 tonight in hockey. Hockey is still happening, and Seattle and Dallas play a very exciting Game 7 tonight. Uh, they're a pretty tasty underdog in this game. Plus 180, some value. They've already won a game on the road in a Game 7 against Colorado Stanley Cup champions. So if you're interested in that, could be something for you. Uh, Hurricanes, pretty heavy favorites in that series. And I think probably for the better, like, what do you think is better for Leaf fans? That the, that the Cats go in there and beat them or Carolina runs them
3: over? Have they taken any joy in Montreal going to the cup final or Tampa going to the cup final after beating them in the past? Has that helped? I don't know. I'm going to say they just want Florida to lose, right? Yeah, I think I want Florida to lose.
1: I think they
0: just book a tee time and don't look. Don't look.
1: Yeah, it's. <laughs> I bet you yeah. the old viewership for this one from the Leaf fans will probably not be that. High. <laughs> um, so, the Carolina Hurricanes to win this series, four to one, which I feel like could happen. I really do feel like they're going to run them over. Just a different animal. Wow. Wayne, I thought the Leafs were a little lifeless throughout the series. Like, you look at that team, that's, they're hot, they're well coached. Plus 450 for that. And just checked in on the Con Smythe. Hold on. It's not plus
3: 450 for Carolina to win their series.
1: Yes, 4, uh, four 1. Oh, 4-1 is a, is a correct one. score. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. You were running to bet 365 to bet that. At <laughs> <I> was <laughs>
1: yeah. about to do that. And the last thing I have for you, just checking in on the con Smythe, if Dallas gets by Seattle tonight, they're as live as anyone, obviously, right, yep. to go through. Still, Rupe Hints, who is second in the NHL in scoring right now, is 20-1 to for the Conn Smythe at this very moment. So if you think Dallas is going to win tonight, you might want to put something on that. And Joe Pavelski also, who's had a great playoff run is twenty five to one. So that's I a like little that there's a little narrative playoff writers you know that's a it's a good narrative maybe so those are a couple things for you and that was playoff picks presented by bet three six five visit the lap app for the latest odds.
0: Have you ever seen anyone drop uh, so significantly from a Con race than Leon Dreisedel? <laughs> Oh my
3: God. Yeah, that, that uh that didn't go well.
0: He, uh, he, <laughs> what a start to the playoffs. I,
3: I guess, you know, the other team has a say and just if you tailor your game to shutting down certain guys, chop them in the wrist a couple of times and it's hard for two guys to offensively carry a hockey team. And
1: they like Connor was unbelievable and he did it, but Dry just slowed down and it who could blame him. Yeah. He was yeah. scoring yeah. four goals no, a game nothing. for a stretch.
0: He couldn't piss a drop.
1: No, he had nothing left.
0: Okay, right, we'll take a, a quick break. break. Yeah. We're back for more Real Kipper and Born. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Give us a thumbs up if you've enjoyed the show so far. I don't know how much JB or I have, but uh, we'll see if you have. <laughs> I'm having fun. We're back after the break.
1: More leaves, more Raptors, more Blue Jays. The Fan Morning Show with Ailish Forfar and Justin Cuthbert. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get
3: your podcasts.
0: This is Real Kipper and Board on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Why does today feel like off the rails Friday? It's Monday. I don't know what time we're in, what this, time we're out. This it's, is the, the autobahn today.
1: It's Tuesday, Lennon.
0: It's Tuesday.
1: <laughs> oh. It feels like Friday. What a week. What, a, what week. a week. It's Tuesday. Can we shorten this week up? Uh, yeah, let's just go to an hour or something more. Okay, uh, I had a couple housekeep housekeeping notes I wanted to bring up with you because we didn't talk about the game at all on Friday. And that's no, we were supposed to. No, but that was understandable. The coach talked and then. And Dubas talked and we screamed at each other for an hour and a half, which was great. But I, I do want to ask your take on the Morgan Riley disallowed goal. Oh
0: my God, it was like 100 years ago.
3: So, <laughs> it's, worth, it's still worth talking about. Okay. Least fans are going to hang on to it for sure. The same way that, you know, the, yeah, the pick and all. Yeah, they can, of. but. Just clear no goal, right?
0: Listen.
1: Yes. Did we get one definitive picture? I bet my mind into thinking one was definitive. No. The
0: one from Center Ice Mm -hmm. that got blown up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. The same one that reminds me of being in history class in grade seven, watching a National Geographic (laughs) movie that it's like... The same blurry picture. It's like when someone shows you a, Big, a video right? of a concert
1: they were Big, at on like their Sas- Motorola
3: Razr. Sasquatch? Just
1: <laughs> Bigfoot?
0: Can you give me one picture in the year 2023 of a puck over a line mm-hmm. that doesn't look like you licked my glasses? Okay. <laughs> please?
3: Can and I, and I, if please? you can't, it's not far enough in the net. Can I ask you, though? I think it was in, by the way. I, the yes. Puck was in the we net. all think it was in. Yeah. But we don't have
0: the, the evidence. And so, you cannot do that because – now, why you, you, you have all watched uh, John Shannon at Sportsnet like 10 years ago do par- parallax mm-hmm. image. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you saw from that center ice angle blown up mm-hmm. is the space between the painted line and then the ice
3: right. thickness. Right, there, There's – Sure, the ice is white or clear, and so you're looking this way. That's, you're not looking at that's the line. That's what you saw
0: from a camera at center ice, mm-hmm. and you cannot decide a goal or not from that, and they haven't in the past.
3: It is crazy, and I know this conversation is beaten to death, but you know tennis has a very clear ball hit here, here's the line. Soccer has ball hit here, here's the line. Hockey just needs puck is here, here's the line. Okay. Te- technology.
0: Exactly. It's- so you go to tennis... And go ask them how much did you pay for all of that? And How much R R and D uh, did you put into that? And then go ask the NHL's budget to go uh, do all of that. And they're like, uh, uh, we'd rather flip a coin.
3: <laughs> they've been flipping, boy.
0: <laughs> it's it's just a cost issue. Yeah. They're not ready to spend that type of money. And they have tried. Trust me, they've sawed they sawed pucks in half. Yeah, there's a chip in the puck currently. In it, I'm yeah. And. Like the technical, the technology and what it takes. And then they've also gone to the guys and say, hey, shoot, shoot, shoot with these pucks. Yeah. And they're like, these pucks suck.
3: There is a chip in the current puck, though, Kim. And it just doesn't do what you need it to do, I guess. What does it do? Is it so they can do like a little it's tracking for they can do where the, it the, is. The location. Would it, on be, the it
0: would be a different chip, though, I think. And it would be different technology right. and it would mean. Uh, the integrity of the puck would have to change even more.
3: I got to figure
1: something. And, so, and one last housekeeping note, and I don't even know. But no, why.
3: Should, before you move on, I want to okay. say Morgan Riley cutting that to the net was my favorite play of the whole playoffs, even though it doesn't count like big moment 2 one momentum. He's, he sticks out a leg and takes it across the net. That's some good things happen. That's my Don Cherry moment for the day. I just, I have to bring this up because I'm
1: taking a bullet for my leaf fan sisters and brothers. The amount of messages I've gotten about Callie Yarncroft's stick in overtime. And I understand that, you know, we got to do this in big spots, but, you know, I would point you to the pick play and them calling that in a rather big spot last year. It's a pretty egregious miss in overtime that led directly to a goal.
3: Not This is it, Kip.
0: I know, I know. We've all seen it. Yeah. We've all seen it. And I, I will say this. Okay, we have our group chats, uh, right? Yeah. Okay. You sent that where I, you really noticed I didn't, it.
1: I didn't even send it. Who it was, sent it? it? was Borny.
0: When did you send it? Like
1: Today.
3: The, <laughs> this morning.
0: Yeah. Okay. Today.
3: Yeah.
0: It happened Friday. Oh, I know. So my my point is that at the time, in the moment, it's not egregious. It looks like anything else that's going out there, and it's like the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris Cuthbert... And Craig Simpson are 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 two of the best. We've we've said that all year. They 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 didn't see it.
3: Listen, I watched three hundred hey. angles and replays. I didn't see it. No, I think- nobody saw it. Okay.
0: So how how was an official? Are they gonna just all of a sudden now
1: call that? It, it's in it if, because you're standing on the ice. In your if, if you if of you money, look at where they it are,
0: it was so well concealed and hidden. You have to go find that angle days later. To go, oh, this is really bad. In the moment, for an official to see that, call it in that moment, they'd highly be, unlikely. They have
1: to be good at their job.
0: Re- no bionic eyes.
3: It's, it's a I mean, it it totally depends where you're standing, but like it's egregious. It's just was you're right, concealed
0: well. Really concealed well. And who would ever thought did you care about Goudis would knock you
1: well, out? And how about him screaming in poor old Wall's face? Oh my god. Do you have any god. thoughts about that? Yeah, they just beat him in a series. It felt great. Like, yeah, listen. If,
3: I to to me, just my natural instinct is like, yay for my team and like, yay, go hug my guys. I find it well, really he, weird to have a triumphant career moment and be like, ha-ha, well, you know, he, in someone else's face. Like are I, your priorities? I, I would
0: do that in a heartbeat. Go suck eggs, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> go have, go, uh, you're done. In, out. De, in, defense, like in defense of Radko okay, Gudis, which, which is something yeah, I never thought like, I'd say. Yeah. The last thing you can look at playoff hockey and say, oh, well, there's a lot of classy moves out there.
1: His back yeah. was, his. Fa- he was facing him because he had just, you know, grabbed on Yarncroft's stick and rode him into the, so that Nick Cousins in a wide open lane, but he didn't have his like he that was his first reaction was like with his back to everybody else reacting, so he just screamed. I hate all all
0: I saw there was a freight train and Gudis going back on Yarnkroc, who looked like he could he might have needed a diaper. Okay. All, all he, I
3: know is Yarncroc he, yarn, is back there. because Yarncroc
0: got eaten up and spat out by Gudis. I am not playing the Radco Gudis' good game. Never. That's not. A but, freight train. <laughs>
3: yeah, okay.
1: If, I'm,
0: if I was A Yarncroc. A crumb bum,
1: if, I, if you will. A crumb bum.
0: Like... Okay, and how about the lily pad? Well, that's what it's uh, Okay, that's, let, if we're going to talk about that play. Can you not in the opposing crease hey, in
3: overtime? That's where it's saying. Where
0: are you going? Where Insane. are you going? Insane. I'm, I'm going to join a rush now with with, Sam Lafferty. It's it not even char. Austin and, and Mitch. It was it's, it's Lafferty. It's, it's Achari. It was a Chari. I just, or, was yeah. it Achari? It was Achari and Sorry. O'Reilly. Achari and Riley. Why did you
3: bring me back to that moment? And then
0: And then... Lilligren goes in there and he bowl, ran into a teammate like a bowling ball. Yeah.
3: Well, what
1: are you, but what do you, you know
3: what?
0: I'm going to leave, leave crock back there. I'm covered because I got crock back there.
1: Can I ask you guys uh, around the room here? How many people thought that two three on two going back the other way as soon as that puck went away from Lilligren was going in the net? I raise did. of hands. I did. You just knew it.
3: Done. They had too you much
1: time it. and space. Backing
0: up. Yeah. Yarncrock would have backed up any further. He would have fell in Lake Ontario.
1: <laughs> eerily, eerily similar to Jeremy Roenick's overtime winner against the Leafs where he came down off the wing after Darcy Tucker smoked Sammy Kapanen. But Very similar. That's Yarncrock
0: and Hall all year. Did yep. we not go, okay, well, why are you pinching there? Or like, why do you get the green light? What, what makes you think you're going to go be a hero right now? You you're a defenseman.
3: Do you think they'll resign Hall? No. God. No, don't
1: you put those teeth away, Bernie? <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: and that's where that's where that's where Sheldon never, never could get them to just be so disciplined.
3: No, but he doesn't want them to. His he wants them to do that. He yeah, wants so
0: he to can go. lose in overtime in a game five at home.
3: This is the thing; it hasn't worked.
0: Why does he? Why worked. does he feel like he's got a green light to go? Cause, why, Because his
3: coach has told them that I want you They've to play aggressive that down the, the walls. That's year. Yes. don't play any different. Keep going at them, You know? But that was such a bad read. Just never had any hope. No, never had any hope. And Which, I never did either. But Justin Hall <laughs> ends up getting back in
1: the you got lineup beat after by scratch, and played like twice Mark
0: minutes. Stahl. Yeah.
1: Who and, and gotta give cousins. It, I'm gonna give Mark Stahl credit. The guy was good.
0: No, s- super smart.
1: Yeah. Didn't make a ton of mistakes. I, I
0: straight lines For the record, yeah. and, and when there was any
3: pressure just they never even iced it it was no. just like six feet eight feet controlled exits i know it sounds stupid whatever but like the leafs would have like 90 a game and the and panthers would have like 40 because they were just like we're not controlling any of these exits you just take it someone else figured this out but i will say if you sit back and look at this series hard to be critical of the leafs d early even goaltending as a whole florida scored 2.8 goals a game like they didn't light them up they didn't create a ton. The only guy who scored two goals on the Panthers was Nick Cousins.
0: How about, like, Kachuk? He didn't have a goal. No. You lose
1: to...
3: You, then, in five and, games. And, and Barkov had one. In Bar- five games. Five games, Barkov gets one. Kachuk gets zero. Brandon Montour has one point. You lose in five? What would you bet against that? So,
0: to my earlier point, just take out Bobrovsky <laughs> And switch goalies, and
3: what's the series at? Yeah, exactly. And that I think Keith like doesn't want to look like a fool by saying that, but he's like, oh, he's like, we didn't even get into. Uh, oh, we got the rest of the week. Hunting Riley. We,
0: we played. Riley. We played
1: one clip from a player today. <laughs> we we got more, and we solved nothing. Oh, I I mean, if I do say so myself, that might be one of the best shows of the year.
0: <laughs> we got.
1: We got so lots we of work need to do. To other fix this people's
0: thing. misery to have one of the best shows of the year. Sammy, welcome. Shame to, on us. Hey, welcome to Leaf
1: fandom, brother. <laughs> shame on us. <laughs> the whole
3: machine is powered by
1: tears. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Hey, you know what? It's a pain-powered I don't think the program. Show sucked
0: as bad as I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, fellas. We got to do it again tomorrow. Oh yeah. I'm exhausted. Me too. Going two to the Go to the Jays game two tonight.
3: Hour, yeah. Oh, are you? Nice. Yeah, yeah. My son's got baseball first of the year yeah. tonight. We're moving on. You're going? Yeah.
0: I'm all, I don't got nobody to go.
3: <laughs> You're lucky, man. No, I'm not going to the game. I'm going to my son's yeah, baseball. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: You're going to turn him into a pitcher? That's where all the money is, buddy.
3: Ah, uh, a lot of pressure. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> turn him into Otani. <laughs> I don't like pressure <laughs> in this yeah. town. No. All right. Our thanks to Luke Fox, I guess. That's it. You think we had one of the best shows of the year and we only had Luke Fox on? All right. Thanks, Luke. Give yourself a pat. All right. We're back again tomorrow. Enjoy your night, everybody.